When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Thursday. Uh, fun 10 games total, three early games, seven games in the evening. Fun baseball, some decent pitching, a lot of offense as usual. Should be some more fun for us come Friday. I'll get to that in a bit, but let's recap some of the news and notes from Thursday. Uh, talked about this a bit on yesterday's episode, but we got some more news. Julio Urias, Julio Urias, through a really, really good bullpen session on Tuesday. He'll throw a two-inning bullpen session this weekend, and the goal is, if that goes well, to set up his rehab schedule and get him back very soon for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Kevin Gossman was scheduled to pitch on Saturday. He'll be moved up to Friday as the uh, Jays have to have a bullpen game. They'll move the bullpen game from Friday to Saturday. Gossman will not miss. Uh, he'll be on regular rest still coming on Friday due to the days off since his last debacle, but uh, Gossman looked to bounce back in a big way on Friday. Tampa Bay Rays, they reinstated closer Peter Fairbanks from the IL on Thursday. Funny story from Tampa Bay, Bali's sports network that runs Tampa Bay TV reported that Pete Fairbanks reported with a black eye, which he received by dunking on his three-year-old child <laughs> and ended in a little, little play, playground basketball game with his three-year-old. So Pete Fairbanks said, I did not get in a fight. It was just my kid from dunking on a three-year-old. So pretty funny stuff there from Peter Fairbanks and the Tampa Bay Rays. Byron Buxton was activated from the IEL on Thursday. He returned to hit cleanup. Trevor Larnack was sent back to AAA. Trevor Larnack appears to be the guy that's going to go back and forth, back and forth. He's the Miguel Oliveris of the Minnesota Twins. Yoan Moncada back to the IEL with lower back inflammation. This has been a lingering issue throughout the season for him. He missed quite a bit of time already once with a back injury this season. This I expect to be a decent set of time once again for Yoan Moncada. And every time people want to try to say Jake Berger might not get to play a lot, well, Jake Berger's back, folks. Uh, he went deep on Thursday. He's gone deep a lot lately. That's what he does. Home runs are bust. We'll get to him later. But uh, Jake Berger should play third base. He'll be able to DH. He'll be able to do it all. So keep Jake Berger in your fantasy lineups. Cody Bellinger, he returned to the Cubs on Thursday, being activated from the IL, and played first base, which was what we kind of reported on yesterday's show when he was in Iowa rehabbing at first base. He's Bellinger's back, and what that meant was Matt Mervis was optioned to AAA. Obviously not what many hoped for when we were placing fab bids on Mervis when he got called up for those that saw him in F-pads just tearing the cover off the baseball. But Mervis kind of needed it. 167 average, three homers, 32% strikeout rate, by far the highest strikeout rate of his career at any level, lowest batting average at any level. Uh, you look at the barrel rates and the hard hit rates. He had a 13.8% barrel and a 50% hard hit rate, so the power is there. It's just a matter of the plate discipline, which 
you know, I think he'll be okay. He'll go to AAA for a bit. Maybe when Bellinger, because he's supposed to, they're reporting the first base work for Bellinger just for it until he's fully ready to go back to the outfield. Maybe when he goes back to the outfield, Matt Mervis gets another shot. He'll be fine. Just needs to, to get his feet wet. He got his feet wet. Now it's time to go get back right in AAA, and we'll see Mervis sooner than later back in Wrigley Field. Kyle Wright was cleared to start throwing for the Atlanta Braves. He's dealing with his shoulder issue, um, but don't get too excited. He's cleared to throw. He's still not expected back till at least the middle of August, if not later. Um, Max Fried was cleared to throw a couple weeks back. He's still not throwing off a mound, though. He's just cleared to throw. He's playing catch a lot to loosen things up. So um, it's, it's a point in the right direction for Kyle Wright, but still a long ways to go. Rockies activated Jorge Alfaro from AAA. They, pull, uh, they called him up, I should say, from AAA, sending Brent Servin back to, to AAA. Alfaro will play backup to Elias Diaz of the Colorado Rockies catcher. And Diaz has been swinging a very, very good bat. So keep that in mind. Alfaro might not be a sure thing. But then again, Alfaro can play the outfield, the infield, DH. He can play all over the place. So see what the Rockies do with Alfaro. Uh, Mike Clevenger left his start on Wednesday with an apparent arm uh, shoulder injury. All tests came back fine. No damage, no structural damage to his shoulder or his elbow. He has a he just has fluid around his biceps. He's day to day, hopefully a minimalized IL stent at most. Uh, the Rangers and John Gray are targeting a Sunday start for Gray, who missed his previous start due to blisters. That would be music to many of our ears that locked him into our lineups on Monday when the news came out shortly thereafter. And last but not least, Zach Neto of the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim was placed on the IL with an oblique injury. He left Wednesday's game with this side injury, and um, the severity is still not completely like reported yet. We'll have to wait and see. Andrew Velasquez is getting the call up to play shortstop, probably as a regular shortstop. He played a lot of shortstop last year, a little bit of power, tons of speed. So if you need that kind of help on your fantasy team, Andrew Velasquez could be your dude. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from Thursday. Danny Jansen getting back and feeling good. He got activated from the IL a couple days ago. He went three for four with two home runs, two runs scored, and two RBIs. That'd be two solo shots, folks, for Danny Jansen on Thursday. He's only hitting 214 on the season, which is what we expect with eight home runs, though. Super, super powerful bat in that Jays lineup as a catcher, two in some formats. Danny Machado, he's getting it going. He's two for four with a home run, a run scored, and three RBIs on Thursday night. Since coming off the IL on June 2nd, Manny Machado's hitting 327 with three home runs, nine runs scored, and six RBIs. The RBIs could be a bit of a problem, but if you think about who hits in front of him and Tatis and Soto, they're driving in all the runs right now. So just be happy Machado's hitting for average. He's hitting for some power. Keep the train rolling. He's not running, though. No running for Manny Machado. Mentioned Jake Berger earlier. Let's mention him again. He went one for five with a solo home run on Thursday. And that is the perfect like example of Berger. Uh, over his last nine games, he's hitting below 200, but has five home runs, 11 RBIs, and an ISO over 400, and a strikeout rate around 40%. So Berger sees ball, hit ball, hit ball hard, or swing and miss. This is what Jake Berger does. He's like almost a two-true outcome player. Tons of great power for your fantasy team, though. As long as you're okay in batting average, Berger is a phenomenal fit on your squad. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from Thursday. A weird set of highlights, so I kind of mixed it up a little bit here. Paul Blackburn of the Oakland Athletics, five and two-thirds, two earned seven hits, one walk, and nine Ks against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's a heck of an outing. Didn't get to see this one uh, on TV because I was working, but I saw his last start 
and I wanted to see how this went. And it was went pretty much as scheduled. Black Baron had 17 whiffs, a 28% CSW on 104 pitches. And the reason I wanted to see this is he's actually been pitching pretty well. This is his fourth start of the season after he started the year on the IL and then he put some time in AAA. But over these four starts now for Paul Blackburn, he's thrown 20 and two-thirds innings, eight earned runs, and 23 strikeouts. He's looked pretty good. Deep league streamer possibility with a little bit of 12-team appeal given the right matchups with Paul Blackburn. Dylan Cease, the conundrum that is Dylan Cease. Five and a third, two earned, four hits, three walks, 10 strikeouts for Cease versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. He had 12 lifts and a 25% CSW. Over Cease's last three starts, 16 and two-thirds innings, four earned, eight walks, always a problem, but 23 strikeouts. So Dylan Cease, he's kind of on a little bit of a Cease heater after overall having a horrible season on the mound for fantasy managers everywhere. And then our boy, Nate Nathan Eovaldi, seven innings pitch, three earned, five hits, two walks, nine Ks. It's a whip of one, um, nine Ks, though, 18 whiffs and a 31% CSW for Eovaldi. He just continues to be amazing. 2.59 ERA on the season with a 3.34 X FIP. And Eovaldi has 92 strikeouts and 93 and two-thirds innings pitched. Love you, Nathan. You're the man. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. All right, some relief pitching highlights from Thursday. Felix Bautista picked up his 18th save of the year as his strikeout rates are just ridiculous. And Emmanuel Classe picked up his 21st save of the season. Mentioned Pete Fairbanks returned from the IL. Fairbanks picked up his sixth save of the year on his first game back. Still funny to me. I kind of mentioned it the other day. Jason Adams, Jason Adam has filled in for Pete Fairbanks on his two IL stands. Adam has 11 saves on the season. Fairbanks has six. Pretty good stuff there. A day after picking up the win by throwing a good ninth and having Alvarado get the save in the uh, with a solid tenth, Craig Krimble comes out and picks up his tenth save of the season on Thursday for the Philadelphia Phillies, as he's still the uh, the closer one in this scenario. Alvarado will get his, but Kimbrell is the dude. Kyle Finnegan pitched a perfect eighth inning for the Nats. Then Hunter Harvey went on to blow the save in the ninth for the Nats. It was great to see Harvey get another shot at closing. He's been getting a lot of shots at closing. We'll see how this continues on. But that opened the door for Carl Edwards Jr. to pick up his second save of the season by pitching a perfect or pitching the tenth inning for the Nationals. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things starting pitching. All right, before we take a look at Friday's action on the dime, let's get a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's noom.com to sign up for your trial today. 
And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitchList.com. I am your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Looking at some DFS on this Friday, June 16th. There's a game in Wrigley early in the day, Orioles-Cubbies. That will not affect us. We have the 14-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time, a loaded slate. Tons of ways to go. There's like six or seven totals of nine or higher. we got a 10 total, uh, I believe, in Boston and the Yankees, or it was the Braves game, one of the two. One of them is nine and a half, one of them is 10. There's a lot of high totals, lots of runs to be scored on Friday. So pitching will be interesting. Let's talk about bats first, though. Love me some Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim versus Brady Singer. You got your Trouts, your Otanis, obviously, but Taylor Ward. Mention Velasquez for cheap. The catching situation with Wallach and Thice can be cheap. There's lots of ways. Hunter Renfro's affordable. There's a lot of ways to go with the Angels bats there versus Brady Singer. I think the Minnesota bats versus the lefty Alexander from Detroit are in play. Correa has been playing extremely, extremely, extremely well, and it's lefties very well. He's very affordable and a great play on Friday. And then you got the guy Buxton's back. You got some other options there with Minnesota. And then I will continue to target him over and over again because I am not a believer in whatever witchcraft voodoo magic Julio Tejeron's taking part in. But give me the Pittsburgh Pirates bats versus Tejeron. Uh, Jack Sawinski could be a very fun one in that matchup. Some pitching on this slate. Joe Ryan going up against the Detroit Tigers. Tigers, Tigers strike out a ton. They beat up Sonny Gray, which we kind of talked about on my DFS show. Expected that to happen. They've gotten to a few pitchers of late. They got to Zach Gallon last time out, but I'll take my chances there with Joe Ryan. Michael Kopech versus Seattle. Kopech's getting all the strikeouts. It's just a matter of can he limit the, the damage via control for the most part. So give me Michael Kopech versus Seattle, who are striking on a ton and just struggling, barely hitting over 200 righties over the last three weeks. It's a good spot there for Michael Kopech. And then Taiwan Walker versus the Oakland Athletics. The A's story is great, but they still strike out over 25% versus righties. They're barely hitting 200. And they have a .05 ISO over the last three weeks versus right-handed pitching. So Taiwan Walker in play for you there. Some things I'm looking forward to on this Friday, Kevin Gossman bouncing back. Bouncing back at a horrible start his last round against the Twins, but he gets the Texas Rangers to try to figure it out. That's never an easy, easy task. Really looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. Andrew Abbott making his third start of the season, this time at or at the Houston Astros. That should be a bundle of fun. Astros are kind of playing better of late. We'll see how Abbott does. Abbott's been good. He's an 11 and a third scoreless. He's got the strikeouts, also a ton of walks. So really curious how Abbott fares against the Houston Astros. You got Tristan McKenzie versus Zach Gallon. McKenzie's third start since coming off the IL. First start was great. Second start, not so much. You get Zach Gallon coming off the rough start in Detroit. But he's been a, a top-end fantasy slash real-life pitcher this entire season. So McKenzie versus Gallon should be a ton of fun as well. And the last but not least, Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan versus you, Darvish. Give me a little nightcap action there with two aces and see where things go. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to PitcherList.com. Check out the great content from all the great contributors at PitcherList.com. And go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. It'll get you into the Discord, get you some other awesome tools that aren't offered straight through the site. You have to be a member to check out. So go to PitcherList.com, PL Plus, PL Pro, and enjoy the goodies that come with it. That'll do it, folks. My good man, Jake Crumpler, will be here this weekend to cover for me, as always, get you know, Saturday and or Sunday and Monday ready for you, or Saturday and Sunday ready for you. I'll be back with you guys on Monday to preview the week ahead and recap on Sunday. But for now, everybody, this was your First Pitch Podcast, Friday, June 16th edition. Hope you all have a great day. 
This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.